Thanks for listening to the Adulting is Easy podcast, where you make adulting easier by making money easier. This is your host, Lauren. Jenny, my 19-year-old sister, she just finished her third semester at the University of Florida, where she's majoring in mechanical engineering. Welcome back, Jenny. Yeah, happy to be back. It's been like exactly a year almost, yeah, I guess. Exactly. So. Yep. So how's school going? Is it fun? No, because I'm in engineering, <laughs> so it's not fun. No, it's okay. I like it. It's enjoyable. That's good. It's fun. I like the uh, the independence part. The school part, not so much, but, you know. For sure. So are you making a dig at my business degree? Is that what you're doing? No, no, no. Business degrees are fine. I don't say anything. <laughs> no, engineering's hard. Okay, STEM is hard. Leave me alone. <laughs> Our goal for today is to recap how we made adulting easier for listeners during 2022, which was the third full year of the pod. So, Jen, you're going to tell everybody about the listeners, who they are, where they're listening, things like that, and then we'll go over the topics covered in each episode. And I'll tell everybody what the five most popular were as we go along. There's also some of those wealth wednesday spaces in there so if anybody remembers we were going live on wednesday nights on twitter so there are some of those wealth wednesdays in there for the most part we're going to have interview based ones i started the year doing two a month now i am doing one every week and that is going to continue into 2023 so just fyi i won't go into too much detail about the wealth wednesdays but i will mention those topics as well and we wrapped up that full year of wealth wednesday in october All right, Jen, take it away. Where the audience is concerned, Lauren's audience more than doubled, getting uh, almost 2,000 listens per month. So, and on a country-by-country basis, 83% are from the U.S., which is up from 81% last year and is about the same as the previous year. So 2020 was 83%. As for other countries, there's a long list of them. We got Canada, U.K., South Africa, Cambodia, Australia, Spain, Sudan, which is a new one, Germany, Switzerland, which is new, Japan, Ghana, which is new, Denmark, India, Ireland, Mexico, Nigeria, which is new, Philippines, Belgium, Romania, which is new, Oman, which is new, France is new, kind of surprised by that, Bolivia, new, Puerto Rico, Netherlands, Costa Rica, Sweden, Peru, Italy, Poland, New Zealand, Argentina, UAE, Austria, which is new, Finland, Brazil, Czech Republic, which is new, Singapore, Russia, Croatia, which is new, Saudi Arabia, Sierra Leone, I don't even know where that is, that's new, Kuwait, which is new, Israel, Colombia, which is new, Norway, South Korea, which is new. I'm surprised by that one, too. Ukraine is new. Slovakia, which is new. Iceland, Jamaica, which is new. Uruguay, which is new. Malawi is new. Indonesia is new. Portugal is new. Bangladesh, Taiwan, which is new. St. Kitts and Nevis is new. Iran is new. Turkey is new. Greece is new. Dominican Republic is new. Bahrain, Algeria, Vietnam, Pakistan, Liechtenstein, Hungary, Mongolia, which is new. Ethiopia, which is new. Iraq, which is new. And then also Egypt, which is new. And Ecuador, which is new. All right, so those are all of our countries. 
Now for a gender breakdown, we got 31% female, which is up from 29% last year, and 69% male, which is the same hey as 2021. Hey guys, 69%. What up? Nice. And then there's no non-binary or unspecified, which I guess there used to be, yeah. right? So that's down. Okay. And then age breakdown. All right. So 0 to 17, 0%, which is down from 1% in 2021 and 4% in 2020. I think, sorry, I'm interrupting you. I think literally that was some of your friends and they just all turned 18. I think they're still listening. I think they just turned 18. <laughs> That's interesting. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how else you would get to the that right. age group, really. I don't know how else you'd, but yeah, maybe it would. that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Because like junior year, I mean, there's a few people I know who know about you, so. I don't know, maybe. And then my age group, 18 to 22, is 5%, which is down from 9% in 2021 and 16% in 2020. And then 23 to 27 is 7%, down from 38% in 2021. That was mind-boggling to me. Yeah. I, I thought all of these are kind of surprising. 38% down to 7 We're getting old. Everybody's Everybody's becoming my age. Is that what you think like all of them are like 27 last year? I don't know. I found that I was kind of surprised by that. So then my. Because we were just thinking about that with my 17 year old friends. <laughs> That's why they just are like my age, I guess. Which makes <laughs> sense, right? Because I'm that 28 to 34 group. Yeah, yeah. So now their two biggest groups are 28 to 34 at 44%, which increased a lot up from 24% in 2021 and 16% in 2020 and then 35 to 44 is 34% up from 20% in 2021 and 21% in 2020 so yeah that's I feel like that's pretty crazy because you look at 2021 and 2020 and I mean they're pretty much about the same I know like pretty relatively and then 2022 it's just like just the whole deck change I wonder if it was the wealth Wednesdays maybe maybe People are older. I'm thinking it's got to be something like that. It must be something that you must have altered something, I feel like, that you were doing that changed the demographics. Okay, that makes sense. And then 45 to 59 is 10%, which is up from 7% in 2021 and 6% in 2020. And then 60 plus is 0%. Oh, no. It is down from 1% last two years. So they must, I was about to be like, yeah, they must have died. I mean, they didn't go to another demographic. So (laughs) they didn't, they didn't graduate to the next demographic. So, I mean, there's only one option. (laughs) It's kind of funny though. Okay. Now, where are we listening? All right. 53% Apple. Kind of surprises me. Spotify, 22%. That's where I am. Podcast Addict, 6%. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Google Podcasts, four percent, other fifteen percent. Okay, so that pretty much sums up uh, the countries, gender, and age yep. breakdown. Absolutely. So, yep, good job with that, Jen. That was a lot, especially the countries. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this year, twenty twenty two, started with episode seventy six, and that was starting your own business with cat. So Kat is an entrepreneur, blogger, and traveler 
and she's based in Cambodia. And she started her business, which is called Rucker Sales Consulting and blog, which is called Cash for Cat, in her 20s while taking a year off to travel. Very cool story. Very entrepreneurial woman who I really admire a lot. And that was a really good episode. That was good. You know who liked that? It was your friend, Nicole. She reached out. Oh, really? That's so cool. All right. So 77, that was a Wealth Wednesday with the debt-free guys. And the debt-free guys, they tell their story, which starts with them realizing that they couldn't live the life they wanted because they were tens of thousands of dollars in debt. They have their own podcast called the Queer Money Podcast. These are two married guys. Super cool. I'm not going to go into detail about all the Wealth Wednesdays, but I did want to shout them out because they're really cool. I met them at PenCon, which was kind of 78 was another Wealth Wednesday. It was success mindsets. So I I did those with Clint Murphy, Stephen from CFU, Cashville University, and Tom the Frugal Gay. And success mindsets is kind of Clint's thing. So we really focus on that a lot. 79 was another Wealth Wednesday, and it was about quitting your nine to five. So my friend Tom, the Frugal Gay, who I did all these Wealth Wednesdays with and then finally met him at FinCon, he quit his nine to five in January 2022 he was 39 years old. So we kind of talked about that story for that one. Yeah, I know, Tom. You talk about Tom sometimes. <laughs> uh, number 80 was Rich Mindset with Financial Imagineer. So Matt is the Financial Imagineer. So he's a personal finance aficionado who reached financial independence before he was even 40 years old. So he did his first side hustles before he was even a teenager and then started saving and investing. So his net worth crossed six figures at 21, and he's been growing further ever since, ultimately reaching financial independence before 40. So he's lived and worked in other countries, learned a bunch of languages, had a career in private banking, and then fell in love and married his wife, who's from Taiwan. So Matt and his wife then had children and reached fire together. They currently live between Singapore, Taiwan, and Switzerland. I met him at FinCon as well. He flew over from Switzerland, I think. Yep. Yep. Okay, and nice. what was cool about him, this is the funniest part, which I did not know until we started recording. We normally like do some prep and stuff, and then he just dropped this on me. He won Who Wants to Be a Millionaire over there. <laughs> All right. 81 was another Wealth Wednesday. This was about tokenized real estate. And according to Cointelegraph.com, the tokenization of real estate refers to the process of fragmenting an asset into digital tokens that represent the underlying property with all its rights and obligations. Smart contracts are used to define contractual specifics. The algorithm encoded in the digital contract activates the events stated in the code if a predefined contract condition is satisfied. I put that in there because it's complicated. But tokenized real estate means you can buy real estate in little like $50 to $100 chunks. Okay, that's cool. I've never heard of that. Hmm. Yeah, you should buy some, actually. (laughs) Wait, do you own some? I do, just like two shares of a property in Texas. (laughs) Really? It's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. So I get like a penny a day in rent. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I like that. <laughs> yep. The next one, 82, was a Wealth Wednesday as well. We did just an open Q&A for everybody. Uh, episode 83, you will like this girl, Jenny. She went to UF. So she's a gator too. Oh, okay. Cool. So it's called Seven Properties in Two Years with Mary. So Mary is a real estate investor based in the Tampa Bay area, just like us. She grew up in Florida, attended UF, and got a degree in education. Mary taught for seven years in Europe and Asia. This is where the differences really become apparent. (laughs) (laughs) And for five years, she also taught in the U.S. before changing careers to advising medical students. When Mary was 34, she had her first child and quickly realized that she and her husband weren't prepared for retirement. And they wanted a different life and then the grind of the nine to five. They decided to invest in real estate and build up a portfolio that would support them in retirement and pay for their kids' college. So we talk about her buying a ton of properties in 2020 and 2021. Wow. That's really cool. She 
she's yeah. very like well-rounded she really shifted around a lot that's cool i know and like in 2023 she's moving to europe too because her husband's from england oh okay wow wait and so they're gonna keep the properties here and they're just gonna be living in another country yeah and they're gonna rent their house out too that's <laughs> so cool all right yeah. <laughs> So 84 was another Wealth Wednesday called Getting Started in Real Estate. Those ones are really popular whenever we did them. 85 was another Wealth Wednesday about short-term rentals and Airbnbs. Not as popular as Getting Started in Real Estate, we found out. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, that's your forte. <laughs> I know. I'm unpopular. Too bad. <laughs> Uh, 86 was lessons from a personal finance podcaster. So Justin Knackville is the host of the road to wealth podcast. He's a Midwest husband and father of two young boys and works in the technology space in sales. Justin started his podcast as a way to share financial stories from everyday people. And so I was just asking him what he's kind of learned from his guests. And I met him at FinCon as well. That's pretty cool. Got connections. I like recorded with these people before I met them, which was kind of funny. Oh, really? Oh, so like you knew them? Before you met them in on person, Twitter, man. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I, I'm a guy got the hookup on Twitter. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> At adulting is easy. Please follow me. Um, let's see. Number eighty-seven was another Wealth Wednesday called Building Wealth Quickly. Little little clickbaity, but I liked it. Number eighty-eight was another Wealth Wednesday. It was an Ask Me Anything. Eighty-nine. This is where I got really self-centered, and I thought it would be a good idea to just talk about my journey in case anybody was kind of curious who is this person that's interviewing these people. So 89, and then my story is so long because I lack brevity. <laughs> it bled over into episode 90 as well, and I had Chris from the Heavy Metal Money blog interview me about my real estate portfolio. So part one is kind of the lead up to the apartment building. And then we talk about the apartment building in part two, which we bought a year ago this week, which is part short-term rental, part long-term rental. So if you're curious where I have come from, those are good episodes. I had a guest ask me recently on an episode I'm posting early in 2023. She's like, well, what's your story? And I'm like, I actually did it, uh, but maybe someday I'll, I'll do that one again. Mm -hmm. I felt like I stood in for an episode where you talked about something like that, like a uh... Or it was a specific story, I guess. It wasn't like your entire story, but we talked about yeah, something yeah. and I was there, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think it was like a real estate horror story, I'm pretty sure. Right, yeah. That sounds familiar, right? That would have been like 2020, I think. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was 2020. Uh, episode 91, another Wealth Wednesday. This is Side Hustles with the Art of Purpose. Art of Purpose is really big on Twitter. He has a, kind of a Twitter growth group. And he just crossed 200,000 followers yesterday, actually. So he joined us for that one. That was really nice of him to take some time and do that. Wow. Big platform. Yeah. Nice guy. A little rough around the edges, but nice. Hmm. Uh, like you? <clears throat> Touche. <laughs> let's see. 92. Laying the FI foundation in your 20s with FI Squirrel. So FI stands for financial independence. So Sean, the FI Squirrel, is a proud and self-proclaimed money nerd. From humble beginnings, he became passionate about growing his knowledge and wealth for the last 15 years through real estate and the stock market. Mostly the stocks. He's really good at picking stuff. Now he shares his knowledge and experience to help others forge their own path to financial independence. What, this is so cliche. He's from Canada. One of the nicest people I've ever talked to in my life. Real? Oh, of course. He's Canadian. That makes sense. This checks out. Love, we talk, He and I talked for like I don't know how long that episode was, but we talked for at least two hours more than is actually in that episode. <laughs> wow. So he does like, <laughs> he picks out like individual stocks. 
Is that what you're saying? He does. I mean, he certainly has some index funds as well. Yeah, of course. But he started with, he hit it kind of big in like marijuana stocks, actually, kind of before it became legal in Canada or whatever regulation they have going on there. And then now he's into uranium stocks, actually. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> cool. 93. I really liked this one. It's not, unfortunately, it's not as popular as I wanted it to be. But it's called Empathy and Shame in the Personal Finance Community with Michelle is Money Hungry. Michelle has her own podcast. She doesn't really consider herself a financial expert, though. Instead, she calls herself an expert at having financial conversations. Her goal is to help people better their finances one conversation at a time. She's the founder of the award-winning Michelle is Money Hungry podcast and website. And she's author of the book Not a Financial Unicorn and the current host of the Plutus Foundation podcast. That's what she was, at least, at the time when we recorded. When she's not talking money, you'll find her roaming around her state of Colorado. Yeah, that's cool. She Far has some off. interesting views. So why is it called she has some empathy views. and shame? Yeah, well, let's not shame people for their gigantic car payment, right? If you, and she says a, a few times in that episode, I don't pay your bills, right? It's not for me to judge you. What I always say, though, Jen, is I want people to understand if they have this huge payment, this huge you know car payment, whatever it is. I just want them to understand how that is affecting the other areas of their financial life. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. So it's kind of about that. And, you know, just don't just shame people. Just like you know? understand where you are. OK. That makes sense. Yeah. Just know everybody, you know, everybody's doing their best. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. So that was 93, 94, getting started in real estate with Mary. She came on the Wealth Wednesday for that. 95 is a Wealth Wednesday. Remember, we were doing these weekly and I was doing the interviews twice a month. So this was getting started in index funds with Kenny from Accent Investing. Kenny has like 150,000 Twitter followers now. It's crazy. You'll be there soon. You're getting there. Yeah, I don't know how soon. But eventually. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Number 96, short-term rental branding with Tracy. Oh, my God. This one is crazy, Jenny. So Tracy <laughs> Northcott is an Australian serial entrepreneur and multipreneur. I like that word. Based in Tokyo, Japan. She's one of the most successful Airbnb hosts in Tokyo. She also runs a software development com- company called N4 with her family as well as Tracy Northcott Consulting, where she helps other hosts discover their true potential for their short-term rental or Airbnb business, maximizing their investment, enjoyment, and hospitality standards. So, so she lives in, wait, so, so she lives in, in Japan. She lives in Tokyo. Okay. She lives in Tokyo and she's a short-term rental host. Imagine what happened when the Olympics couldn't happen in 2020, dude. Yeah. That, that sucks. She lost that sucks. $1 yeah. million. Dollars, $1 wow. million dollars in bookings. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. had to be a blow. That sucks. Yeah, she said she had to like get counseling and stuff. But can you imagine? Mm-mm. But a true pro. She's been doing this for a really long time. That was a really good episode. Um, if you guys have a short-term rental and you haven't listened to that one, you should go back and listen to episode 96 for sure. Let's see, number 97 was another Wealth Wednesday, How to Become a Millionaire. 98 was a Wealth Wednesday, Talking Money with Your Honey. That was with Curtis Haney. He wrote a whole guide on having having financial conversations. He's a CFO. Your honey being your partner? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's a lot of work in that title. I like it. <laughs> I know. I, I, I did that. The guys were not impressed. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> um, episode 99. This one was hugely popular for a while. Kind of crazy. But it's a Wealth Wednesday called Cars and Car Payments with Jesse and Leandra. Jesse Kramer and Leandra. Very cool. So really popular one if you guys are into that. Not one of our top five. We haven't gotten any of the top five yet for the year. Episode because I think we're growing as it goes, and people some people like don't go backwards. Um, but yeah, so episode one hundred, retiring early with the land shark. The land shark is a husband and father who retired from a career as a practicing lawyer in his early forties through a high savings rate and disciplined practice of investing in low cost index funds. He has like no real estate except his house. It's crazy. The land shark was able to eliminate his debts and achieve financial independence. He's documenting the ups and downs of early retirement on his Twitter account at I am land shark and on his blog at landshark.org. That was a fun conversation. Oh, that's cool. So what are the downs of early retirement? <laughs> well, he's just starting. He's really just retiring now. So We'll see. Oh, okay. uh, one one that he posted recently on, on Twitter, you're putting me on the spot here, but they didn't change some withholding for taxes and they're going to get hit really hard with taxes. It has to do with his wife still working and him not. And so they're going to get hit with some taxes oh. that are going to be very uncomfortable because okay. he was working part of the year, I think maybe as a consultant finishing up his cases. Okay. Yeah, that sucks. Well, that's not that big of a deal. I was wondering what the you said that I was like, what could the downs possibly be? Like, <laughs> well, you'll see later on. I talk with Tom about it, um, so we'll we'll get into that. Cool. Okay. Let's see. Episode one hundred and one was another Wealth Wednesday called "Real Estate Secrets" with Mary joined us. One hundred two is another Wealth Wednesday "Real Estate Secrets." We did that again, but with "Rethink the Rat Race." And I'll hold off on who they are because episode 103 was called Fire in Your 20s with Rethink the Rat Race. So the guests are James and Emily. James and his wife, Emily, became FI curious. So financial independence curious in 2016 and were quickly drawn in by real estate investing. The two of them bought their first rental property in 2017. And within two years, they had 10 units. The 10 units generated enough cash flow for them to quit their nine to fives and perpetually travel in their late 20s. They retired at like 27 and 28, Jenny. 10 units so how many properties is that i don't know it's some duplexes maybe like five okay cool seven they have some single family homes wow (coughs) travel perpetually in their late 20s that's incredible love they literally (laughs) go to greece like all the time so they're big greek fans so do you know where they come for the winter no where tarpon dude tarpon springs oh that's so cool is that how you met them or is that just by chance? That's just like a weird coincidence. I met them on Twitter and they were here. That's that weird? that's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So James and Emily over the last couple of years have been transitioning some of their units to short term rentals. So they do what we do or we do what they do, actually, I should say, because they started doing it first where they rent out everything and they leave. You know, mm-hmm. episode 104 was another Wealth Wednesday. And we were talking about real estate agents with a real estate agent from D.C. called Chris Perry. Stay tuned on that. I have an episode recorded with him that will be dropping in 2023. Really good episode. Episode 105 was another Wealth Wednesday. All things real estate with Alan Corey. Alan Corey was on the was on the podcast. I think somewhere in the mid 50s. I met him at FinCon, which was after we did that. We started doing these Wealth Wednesdays. Amazing guy has like 20 units himself, but on partnership deals has another 350 units really knowledgeable guy wow good friend of mine that's cool that's a lot (laughs) it's a ton he knows so much 
Um, okay, episode 106, syndicating STRs, syndicating short-term rentals with Les O'Hara. So do you know what syndications are, Jenny? It's totally acceptable if you don't. No, you can tell me, though. <laughs> yeah, so that's where you, you pull a bunch of money. So let's say, like, we put up some money. Maybe we get dad to get some of his friends to whatever. We put all this money together, and then we buy real estate with it. Right. That's what syndicating is. So Les, in the first half of his career, was a serial entrepreneur. So he owned and managed 12 different businesses, amassed 100 million in revenue over the last 30 years. Now he's kind of on the back half of his career. He's focusing on mentoring his wife in her SDR business and also his four sons who are making moves in sports and business. And he also mentors other savvy business owners via cash flow management and alternate investing systems. Well, people that used to be his clients started investing $50,000 a piece with him and mm. he pulled this money and he's bought STRs, short-term rentals, like all over the country. I think he either, I can't remember off the top of my head, but he's connected in some way to Sarasota, which is why he originally. That's interesting. Out. So have you considered doing something like that? I would. You think you can get some money from dad? Oh God. I don't know. You want me to ask him? <laughs> oh boy. <Yeah. laughs> 107 is a wealth Wednesday called it, it was about debt with hipster finance whose name is jeremy mary and alan Corey as well episode 108 it was a wealth wednesday about stocks dividends and options so boring to me i am so sorry <laughs> love those guys so much options just bore me dude i can't explain it but why are they boring i don't know <laughs> I like real estate. You know, the stock market's hard for me. I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. I was wondering if there's something that differentiates options from stocks or something. <sighs> well, options are options on stocks. Options to purchase are options to sell stocks. Mm -hmm. And they just start talking and they're like this and that. And I just zone out. <laughs> Love you all so much. Can't do it. <laughs> I'm trying to get Eric to do it because he really likes the stock market. I'm like, can you just sell and sell covered calls or something? But all right. Episode 109 is called the 15 year career in cashing out with Kirsten and Julian. So they are the authors of cashing out Win the wealth game by walking away. They're also the creative voices behind the blog, rich producers of the award winning video series, money on the table and hosts of the rich and regular podcast. They're based in Atlanta, Georgia, and the mission is to inspire better conversations about money. So they wrote this book, which is actually super fascinating, and they sent it to me, which I always appreciate. And one of the chapters is about how to kind of map out a 15-year career. And if you do things kind of the right way, you can cash out and win the game, right? So when you're in a casino, cashing out is usually good, right? You've got some money, you're going to cash out. Right, yeah. And that's what they're talking about, like getting out. And they are a people of color they're black and so they talk a lot about how they are impacted and how that's actually if is a great way for people from that community to kind of win the game you know if there's any sort of kind of systemic racism using that 15-year career and cashing out can be a really good way to you know make your money and be successful that's interesting walking away hmm. yep. cool win the game by walking away man um, let's see. I met them at FinCon very briefly, briefly after this. Okay. Episode 110 was very chill. It was just called Fin Twit and Chill. We probably just didn't have anything planned. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> yeah. 111 was on negotiating. That was another Wealth Wednesday. 
112. So this is short-term rental setup with Taylor Jones. So this is this is interesting. This guy's in Florida too. He's a short-term rental investor, property manager, and avid golfer. He helps lead acquisitions for Superhost Labs. I think that's kind of like a syndication. They have a portfolio and they build out as they build out one of the country's biggest short-term rental portfolios. Yeah. So they are buying and flipping just I mean flipping by I mean flipping from whatever they were into short-term rentals. Really, really beautiful homes. They have quite a machine built and they've created one portfolio. I think they're launching another. Just got the guy really, really knows what he's doing. And we talked about short term rental setup. So, you know, holding costs, what it costs to furnish, all of those things. Really good episode for short term rental hosts. Cool. He's much more legit than I am, <laughs> let me tell you. Crazy. I think him and his wife have about as many as, as we do. He went to UCF, actually. Okay. So he takes like. He'll he would take long term rentals and flip those into SCRs. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, or just houses. I think they have a lot of single family homes. Houses. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so he did this one, Jenny. It was crazy. I saw a picture of it, obviously on Twitter. He made like the kitchen pink, pink cabinets, pink everything. They made it like like a Barbie house almost. Why? get bookings stand out you know which is not what i do you've been to my rentals I don't yeah i'm like i'm trying out. to I think just... where i've seen pink in any of your <laughs> any of your places <laughs> well, that's cool what is my least favorite color jenny all right i understand that yeah pink gotcha <laughs> yeah yeah that's not it's not gonna happen but some people in the short-term rental space some people believe your top five or ten percent or your don't even do it Especially that makes a lot of sense kind of in like the Nashvilles of the world, like these big markets, maybe um, Gatlinburg, Blue Ridge Mountains, Destin, right? There's some of these big markets for short term rentals and they're like, I have to stand out, right? So that's not how we are. You've been to our places, right? What we do typically is we make a really nice place. We've got multifamilies and we make it kind of nice, somewhat budget friendly, but it's going to be clean. It's going to be well up kept. And that's kind of what we do in these kind of regional markets it's just not our philosophy that a lot of people believe the top five percent are bust all right okay um 113 wealth wednesday analyzing real estate deals that was a good one we actually did some of that live episode 114 is real estate mindset with rod cleef so he's a multiple business owner and philanthropist who is passionate about business high performance real estate and giving back Rod soared from humble beginnings as a young, impoverished Dutch immigrant to incredible success. Rod brings authenticity and insight to his approach to business mindset, real estate, success, and life. Very interesting guy. Really liked my conversation with him. He, in the 2008 financial crisis, lost like millions of dollars. Mm. And then now, again, has like millions and millions of dollars. He like built it all back. Wow. So that's like a true rags to riches story right there. True. Rags to riches to rags to riches, right? Yeah, yeah. If you lose millions, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like he collateralized some real estate with other real estate, which made him lose everything. Mm. Wow. All right. Episode 115 was another Wealth Wednesday, another Ask Me Anything. We like to pepper those in. All right, 116. This is cool. New Life and Financial Samurai Net Worth Allocations with Sam Dogan. So Financial Samurai, a.k.a. Sam Dogan, he was like one of the original FIRE movement, one of the original personal finance bloggers from literally like 2012, I think, or 2009, somewhere a long time ago. And he did this really cool thing where he negotiated like a big severance 
and left the workforce at like 34 years old. He lives in San Francisco. Very cool guy. But we talk about kind of this one chapter. I think you've seen his book or you might even have it. We talked about this one chapter of his book about these how to do different net worth allocations, right? You can have kind of a regular net worth allocation. You can have one that leads you to a new life or you could do his like financial samurai one, which basically means you are going through life. You have your factor X, which for me maybe as adulting is easy, right? And I do this while I do my full-time job kind of like I do. And then, you know, at some point that kind of takes off and, and things like that. So really, really cool guy. Loved our conversation. Very smart, obviously. And, and a really good book called Buy This, Not That. Mm-hmm. I think Financial Samurai is uh, at my dorm. So I think he did give me that. He gave me the uh, the softback copy. And I think you have the hardback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I gave you the one that I got before it was published. Right, right, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool guy. And then I got the real published one. Let's see. Okay, episode 117 was Wealth Wednesday, Success Mindset. <clears throat> Let's see. Episode 118, Short-Term Rental Regulations. This is with Marianne from Spokane. So Marianne is an award-winning realtor. In Spokane, Washington, she has 27 years of experience in residential and commercial real estate. She and her husband own Bornhoft Real Estate, which is a commercial brokerage, so they work together. Their latest project is called Garage Lodge, which is a 23-unit garage condo complex slated to have its groundbreaking, you know, by now, probably. So this is pretty cool. She lives in Spokane. She's a realtor, and she helped with short-term rental regulations in Spokane. And that sounds negative. A lot of short-term rental hosts are going to think, okay, regulation's bad thing, blah, blah, blah. But to some extent, it it's nice to know once there's regulations kind of what they are. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Wow. Garage Lodge. 23 years. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so this is – this is um, you have <clears> – <throat> sort of like a almost like storage units and she would probably kill me for saying that sorry marianne i know she listens but (laughs) they would you know it's like it's like really nice storage units that have bathrooms right and they're kind of high-end and you're not supposed to have like a customer facing business there but let's say you have some other kind of business where you need space to work and that's what they're for so they have all the bathrooms and there's like a you know a central area where they can all hang out cool i've never heard of that that's cool okay they are going to be popular. Just wait. That's like the next thing. Really? Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Episode 119, another Wealth Wednesday, Twitter growth and threads. Clint, when we started Wealth Wednesday in October of 2021, had, I don't know, 3,000 followers or something. He's damn near 200,000 followers now. Wow. So he kind of led that one on Twitter growth and writing threads. And how much time was that? A year. Wow. That's that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Zoom with him over the weekend. I needed some advice. I love Clint. Let's see. All right. Episode 120 is what not to do with a new investor with Jesse Kramer. So Jesse is at the best interest on Twitter. And I'm putting myself on the spot here. But the best interest comes from, it's a Warren Buffett quote. This guy loves Warren Buffett. But it's you know, the best interest, right? Investing yourself pays the best interest is is what that's about. So he has this investing blog, 500,000 readers since 2018. He works full-time in wealth management. He was an engineer and left it to do, to work in wealth management. Pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, here's that episode I mentioned before, episode 121, FI, and leaving your nine-to-five with the frugal gay. So as I mentioned, Tom retired from his nine-to-five in January. He has about 20 doors, half are in Dallas, half are in Toledo, Ohio. And he came on to kind of talk about what it's really like to be retired. And he was very open, like it's kind of hard when you're used to structuring your day a certain way. Obviously, there's more positives than negatives, but was very honest and very open about it. Really good episode. Hmm. All right. Episode 122 was a Wolf Wednesday about crypto. Didn't do that well. Crypto's not doing that well. No. <laughs> Episode 123 is was a sponsored one from Visor. It's when entrepreneurship pays off. So I talked with Litan Yahav, who's a CEO. He's a former Israeli Navy officer who, together with his co-founder, Tomer Salvi, established a successful and successfully sold Sagoma, which was a revolutionary diamond display technology that disrupted the global diamond industry. So following that exit, both became passive real estate and private equity investors with complex and diverse investment portfolios. And there was no solution for them to manage these new portfolios, this new wealth that they had generated from that exit. So they created another startup, of course, which is called Visor. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Very fun. One of the first ones, if not the first one, that I did on video, youtube.com slash at adulting is easy. I think that's one of the first ones. So that was really cool. Really enjoyed hanging out with him. And then someone from Visor went to FinCon. So I got to meet Danielle, who's their, I think their head of marketing. Pretty cool. I love Visor. They've been a good partner of mine. Let's see. 124 was another Wealth Wednesday, just about real estate. 125. So this is one of the top five for the year. It's called Getting Started in Short-Term Rentals and How to Get Direct Booking. So this was Joe Meese. He is something like at Fire 5280 on Twitter. He's in the Denver, Colorado area. So he's 42, married father too. And over the past 20 years, he and his wife have built a portfolio of nine long-term rentals and three short-term rentals, which ironically, I have nine short-term rentals and three long-term rentals. Mm -hmm. now, so. Um, so when he's not juggling property management, he enjoys spending time with his family, going out to eat, attending local festivals and events and traveling. So that was a good one. What he really did was created a Facebook group, a local Facebook group for people to book his rentals directly oh okay interesting yeah so it's funny he's like the inverse of you i know <laughs> i'm sure he'll maybe switch to more short-term rentals he has i mean for sure you can imagine right we've been there beautiful like condos ski condos and stuff mm -hmm. yeah episode 126 is goal setting with tiffany grant tiffany is an accredited financial counselor and an award-winning personal finance blogger podcaster coach and educator she's been featured in yahoo finance cnbc essence and acorns as an expert on side hustles business and money she also is in cashflow university with me as a contributor she has a ton of different accolades she when she coaches her clients of course they talk about goal setting so we, we really dove into that on that episode that's a really good one Episode 127 was another Wealth Wednesday, Success Mindsets and Q&A. Again, Clint Murphy's favorite topic. <laughs> Episode 128 is another top five for the year. So that's reselling product in Amazon FBA, and it stands for Fulfilled by Amazon. You can do FBA or FBM, which is Fulfilled by Merchant. And this is with Nikki Rogers. She's a stay-at-home mom whose first goal is to be a good parent and wife. However, she also wants to retire early with her husband. So she's on a journey to out-earn him. <laughs> she resells <laughs> items primarily on Amazon and puts the proceeds in index funds until she has enough to buy real estate. So she currently has three single family home rentals, 
which she self-manages. She's also a limited partner in a bunch of different syndications, which are primarily multifamily, and she has a light industrial investment as well. How amazing is that story, Jenny? That's funny. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> she has four kids. Four. Four. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of kids. That's cool. She has them, like, pack up stuff for her, too. It's pretty fun. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the whole family's working together on this. Yep, yep. They all get it. <laughs> Episode 129 is another Wealth Wednesday called Out of State and Even Out of Country Real Estate Investing. Really good one. I've had a couple of people actually DM me and ask me for the link to that one because they were on it and they wanted to revisit it. Very good episode there. Mm-hmm. Episode 130, Jenny. Stock Market History with Brian Feroldi. Yeah, I read his book. <laughs> he did. Yes, he's an author, speaker, YouTuber, and financial educator. He loves to help people do better with their money. He wrote the book, Why Does the Stock Market Go Up? So we talked about stock market history on that particular episode and as you know jenny i met him at fincon and i sent you a picture i know i saw that i'm so jealous (laughs) (laughs) i told him i told him uh let's see episode 131 is financial impacts of car accidents with joshua schwadron so this was sponsored by mighty so josh is the founder and ceo of mighty which is a company on a mission to reinvent the personal injury industry by putting injured people first. So in doing so, he's become the number one kind of enemy of billboard lawyers across the country. So that one, I got very, very vulnerable about my personal car Mm, accident. I was thinking about that. Yeah. So, so most of them like do it to line their pockets pretty much. You know, it's kind of just a corrupt industry. I don't know that it's anybody's particular fault, but at the end of the day, there's nothing about mental health in that industry, right? I can get paid for a f- future surgeries, but I can't mm-hmm. get paid for future mental health visits, right? And I was pretty open about the fact that, you know, when I was sandwiched in that car accident, it led to some mental health issues. I was diagnosed with depression. I had to go to therapy and all these types of things. And that industry does not do right by those people. And it's very complicated to navigate. And Mighty is helping people because even your doctors and your lawyers in that industry they're not a hundred percent on your side unfortunately mm-hmm. right episode 132 was another wealth wednesday about real estate investing episode thir- 133 this is a really good one i enjoy this it's the how ha- it's how and why to pay up debt with bankruptcy lawyer sean yesner unfortunately jenny though he uh he's a seminal Oh no. <laughs> I know. I know. I like him other than that. He uh <laughs> he was once an associate attorney at one of the largest lender foreclosure firms in Florida. In 2004, Sean left the plaintiff side of the practice to focus on helping homeowners keep their homes or get rid of their homes while incurring minimal liability. In November 2015, he started the Crushing Debt podcast, which supports the law firm with the message everything is going to be okay. In 2018, Sean's book Crushing Debt: 9 Strategies to Eliminate Financial Bullies was released. And in 2020, he released his second book, Become Debt-Free in One Hour or Less. Sean is a Florida native, born in Tampa and raised in Miami. He's a bachelor's in accounting from Florida State University and a JD from Stanford. So I met him at Florida Podcasters Association. Cool. I was also on his podcast, (laughs) Crushing Debt. Episode 134 is a Wealth Wednesday called Starting Over. So that's if, you know, it's easy to look at me or Tom or Clint or Steven and think, okay, yeah, easy enough for you guys to say. So we talked about what we would do if we were starting now. That was a good one. Episode 135 is another top fiver for the year. That's short-term rental arbitrage with Sarah. Sarah Glidewell started STR Arbitrage in October of 2019. She went from one to four units in March of 2020. 
the week the pandemic hit and their properties were in town. Susie, Susie said March of 2020. I knew exactly what you're talking about. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I know. So she, so arbitrage, do you know what STR arbitrage is? Mm-mm, no. So that's when you rent out a property as a long-term renter and then become a host yourself and put it on Airbnb, for example. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's called arbitrage because you could make more money on that unit doing Airbnb than short-term, than long-term rentals. Mm-hmm. Okay. So even with that extremely bumpy start, Sarah continued refining her arbitrage portfolio, built a design business with her best friend. She joined a startup called Super Superhost Labs. So I was put in touch with her by Taylor from episode 112, and she now owns as well. So really good episode. STR arbitrage, you don't have to buy the place, right? You just have to lease the place, furnish it, obviously get permission from the landlord to do Airbnb in there, and voila, you can be a host without owning a property. Wow. I've never heard of that. That's interesting. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to enter. Good way to get some experience. See if you like it, frankly. Um, let's see. Episode 136. What even is financial coaching with George? George Corbello is a financial coach and mentor who's using his skills to help people achieve their financial goals. He started his own journey to financial freedom in August 2019. We had this moment of clarity that living to paycheck to paycheck and having no budget, having no control of his money was not how he wanted to live. He wanted more for his family, set out to build a financial foundation for them. He's really from New York City, the Bronx, and he moved to Palm Harbor, Florida in 2018. And he's not ever missed snow since then. <laughs> what a glow up. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I know. He's a 45-year-old married father of two girls who are teenagers. He is the co-host of the Crushing Debt podcast. So I also met him at Florida Podcast. Okay, cool. All right, 137, Wealth Wednesday. Do you believe in you? Success Mindset with Leetan Yahav from Visor. Visor came on and sponsored that Wealth Wednesday, and we talked about success mindset. Episode 138 is called Entrepreneurship, Don't Be Afraid to Start. It's from Jack Rosenthal, a 19-year-old entrepreneur and investor. He founded the Young Investors Club, LLC. He wrote the number two best-selling book on teen investing. He also wrote a top-selling book on teen entrepreneurship. And Jenny, did I give you these books to look at? Yeah, so you gave me Teen Entrepreneurship. You, I guess you don't have teen investing. So I read the entrepreneurship one. I have teen investing. Oh, okay. I like teen entrepreneurship better. That's what I'll say about that. Um, he's just your age. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have Jenny check that. Out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Episode 139 is pro soccer player opens his first short-term rental with Tesho Akindeli. So Tesho is a real estate investor, professional soccer player, actually. He announced his retirement yesterday. Husband and father of two boys, Tesho got his start by investing in long-term rentals in Kansas City and recently added a short-term rental in Denver to his portfolio. He sees real estate not only as a great investment opportunity, but also a tool to improve society. Really great episode. Really great guy. Pro soccer player. That's interesting. It's like very, I was just saying like, that's pretty, it's pretty well-rounded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 In the MLS, he, like I said, he retired yesterday. Wow. See, episode 140, Wealth Wednesday, one year from now, you'll be glad you started. Very straightforward. and I was about to say, I really like that title. It's it's good. (laughs) Does not stray from the point. All right. Episode 141, Wholesalers Solve Problems with the Monopoly Bros. In the game of Monopoly, the player's goal is to become financially sound by buying, redeveloping, and selling pieces of property. These Detroit based real estate investors Eric Friday and Jamil Strickland are playing Monopoly in real life with real pieces. Through the Monopoly Brothers brand, which started in 2022, Friday and Strickland envisioned building generational wealth. Instead of bankrupting other property investors, they teach others 
how to build wealth. Really good story. Do you know what wholesaling is, Jenny? Mm-mm. No. So you may see these. Do you see these signs? Like the We Buy Ugly Houses signs were really popular before the crash. The It'll be like three, two, 170K cash, whatever. Just a sign on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And so wholesalers, they get a place under contract and then they get the contract to somebody else to buy it for more and pocket the difference without actually closing on the property. Oh, okay. They get kind of a bad rap because they call and text you, for example, incessantly about your properties, right? But there is a place for them in the market, right? They find they find distressed buyers that basically need help, need to get a prop, you know, a property off of their hands, and then they you know, find somebody that can buy it. They have buying buyers lists and, and things like that. It's cool. a good episode. Okay. Let's see. Episode 142 it was the last Wealth Wednesday. We talked about, you know, saying goodbye to Wealth Wednesday and real estate nightmares. Very sad. <laughs> Small violin. <laughs> Aww. Episode 143 is called From Actual Bank to Short-Term Rental with Tyann. So Tyann Marcy Gammond is the queen of guest experience for Touch Stay Digital Guidebooks. She's co-host of the Guest Cast podcast, industry leader and consultant, co-creator of the VR Mastered Vacation Rental Bootcamp, author, speaker, and owner manager of two vacation rental brands, Brands and Family Retreats and Missouri House. Her passion for the vacation rental industry and guest experience truly makes her eyes sparkle. And she she's great. She's in Cashwell University with me. I learn a lot from Tyann every day. She literally bought a bank and turned it into a short-term rental. And she made the vault the laundry room where you can what? legally launder in a bank vault. Isn't that cool? That's insane. That's so cool. Yeah. What? Yeah. Can you imagine how hard it was to get through those walls? They needed like a 30-something inch drill bit. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a good one. Let's see. Episode 144. You should have multiple income streams with Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. So Janice is the creator and host of the award-winning personal finance podcast, Yo Kira De Niro. She started her first side hustle about six months before getting fired in 2014 with freedom as the goal. Janice really started her journey into online entrepreneurship. She's on a mission to help you be poderosa. It's powerful with your dinero because she didn't have a clue what she was doing with money for a very long time. She's based in Tampa Bay, Florida and loves drinking mimosas and her two dogs. So Met her through PodFest, actually. Also met her at FinCon. She's obviously local to this area. And really amazing woman. Very cool person. And she's really talking about you need to have multiple income streams. Don't rely on just that job. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. I like the uh, the podcast title. Another very straightforward one. <laughs> Love it. She said it's from a song. So, yeah. Okay. Episode 145 is called Project Resident to landlord with Lawrence. So Lawrence grew up in New Orleans, once lived in the projects, and now is a landlord. He owns a primary residence and two other properties. Pretty amazing, right? Mm-hmm. You met him on Twitter too, I'm guessing. I did, yes. Yeah, that's that's where cool. I'm most active. Yeah. Episode 146 is called Coast FI in Semi-Retirement with Jessica from the Pioneers. She was on before, and that episode was very popular, so I brought her back on to talk about coast fi which means basically you have enough money in your retirement accounts that it will compound enough in retirement to pay for your retirement but you just need to cover your bills between now and then so her and her husband i think are almost fi and they are about to like go off on you know on some van life stuff (laughs) yeah that's cool it seems like a common goal is like traveling and stuff afterwards 
after f-i-r-e i guess fire <laughs> <laughs> yep exactly episode 147 is pros and cons of credit cards with david from uncommon yield he's a financial educator and teacher at cashflow university with me so we talked about credit cards david's super great guy super nice really enjoy hanging out with him uh, in cashflow university Episode 148 is called New Investor Buys One Long-Term Rental and Two Short-Term Rentals in One Year. He also had a baby and is potentially buying a flower shop. Oh, that's cute. Cool. In one year. He <laughs> he did do some withdrawals from his 401k, which is interesting. So that's he and I kind of get into that, like, should you do that or should you not do that? Very cool conversation. He's from the Northeast. Really, really enjoyed my conversation with Mark. Almost done, guys. Episode 149 is how a family of four lives on less than 60K and still invests with Chad Money Matters. He's passionate about teaching folks how to do more with less financially. Him and his family are building wealth on a modest salary, and he's showing on social media how they do it so others can, too. Fascinating. Yeah. Family of four, so two kids. Right? Two kids. Yeah. Him and his wife. His wife doesn't work. Just he does. They still invest. They save like 20 grand a year on 60K. That's nuts. <laughs> it's wow. epic. It's a really good story. I enjoyed that. Chad's, Chad's a good guy. Cool. All right. And the last one, guys, episode 150 is what we ended the year on. Actually, this is 151. But getting investment money out of California with Jessica. This is very interesting. So by trade, Jessica Mauser is a top producing commercial real estate broker with 17 years of experience. But by night, she's a rookie investor building her own portfolio. So she took money out of California, put it in Florida, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. Very interesting story there. That's it. That's all of the episodes for 2022. So how many is that total then? 150 was the last one and the earliest one was... 76, so 75? Yeah, just about, yeah. Yeah. This year it should be like right about 52. So don't worry, guys. Your interview 2023 should be shorter. I love you all so much. <laughs> um, let's see. I did some guest appearances this year. So they're on realadultingiseasy.com. There's their own page now for guest appearances. I joined your friend, Andy. He had me on twice, once to ask how mil ask millionaires how they invest and to talk about my real estate portfolio. Your friend, Andy, my friend, Andy, great guy lives in Austin. Really like him. Uh, the personal finance podcast. I joined that to talk about short-term rentals. It's interesting. Andrew was actually local to the Tampa Bay area. He gets 300,000 downloads a month. And I was really, uh, really lucky to be on that podcast to talk about short-term rentals. Money Talk with Tiffany. We talked about her. She joined my podcast. I joined hers. I joined the Passive Income podcast recently. I was on Resilient REI. That's a resilient real estate investing podcast twice. I was on Macro Insights to talk about real estate. I was on the Cashflow Guys, talked about short-term rentals. I was on the Crushing Debt podcast. We mentioned how I had both of their co-hosts on here. And I was in, on a podcast called Into the Airbnb as well. Lots of joining podcasts. Yeah, year. there's a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, really doubled down. Let's see. Looking into 2023, the goal is one interview per week. I'm attempting to get my husband, Eric, to join me for one Look out for that. I'm trying to mix in as many male and female voices as I can. Naturally, in personal finance, there's a lot of male voices. And in the groups that I'm in, Cashflow University, things like that, I'm connected with more males than females, but I'm trying to get more female voices on here for you all. I'm continuing to mix in diverse voices as well. About half of the podcasts, I believe, in 2023 will be real estate focused. 
coming up here, I will be interviewing Clint Murphy for his podcast and it will be featured on his podcast and the adulting is easy feed as well. I'm also in talks with Clint and Curtis Haney to start a personal finance book based podcast. So we'll see if we are able to get our schedules together for that in 2023. Managing money is a huge part of adulting. So go back and listen to the topics that appeal to you. You can follow Lauren on Twitter at adulting is easy. She's also on YouTube at adulting is easy and Instagram at adulting is easy real. She's also on Facebook and you can email her at real adulting is easy at gmail.com. Also, if you're interested in joining the podcast in 2023, or if you have ideas for podcasts to me to join, please reach out guys. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Love you all so much. Hopefully we've made adulting a little easier for you in 2022.